0: How are you guys doing? I hope you guys had a fantastic Christmas with your family. This episode is sponsored by Factor and Ghostbed. I'm going to tell you guys right now, the holidays are... uh or can, can be kind of stressful for some of you guys and gals out there, but I hope you guys had a great week in celebrating it, and we have one coming up, which is going to be the new year. This is actually going to be the last episode of the year for us over here because my wife is actually having me take a, uh, I guess you would say, a few-day vacation without bringing any work-related items for once. Oddly enough, if you guys don't know this, I traveled all year, did some random stuff, went out of the country, I think, three times, and even on my honeymoon. I mean, I brought you guys along on in my honeymoon and made videos, but this is going to be the first time we're going to... um not bring anything along. We're going to get prepped for 2023. I'm also possibly bringing on another host to the show as well in 2023. I am pretty excited about that. He's going to be over here in a couple weeks. He's flying in from Australia. He's got an accent and he might have a brain tumor. So if you guys knew who I'm talking about, he's going to be coming on. He might be hosting this show. We might start another one as well, like an actual physical podcast because this show is so like visual. Like you got to be looking at maps. You got to be looking at like all the the Russian uh, TV stuff we put on. So Hopefully that actually comes to some fruition. He's going to be here like I said in a couple weeks. We're going to generate more content for this channel and actually create a a a podcast with like an actual host. Like it's, it's it should be pretty good. But in the last 48 hours, we've seen some activity on a few different borders. Okay. Outside of the country of Ukraine, we have the Belarusian military trying to play a big and mighty part of whatever they're trying to do once again by moving a couple tank battalions and one motorized battalion on the border of Ukraine. The Russian military has also transferred part of their tank army over to Belarus. I believe it was actually the first guards tank army that was actually transferred to Belarus, which also just happened to be in the last 48 hours as well. They are not deployed in Ukraine itself because they lack the supporting units that they need to actually facilitate this type of move and like their their combat readiness. Okay, I have read a few separate occasions over the last it's been the last week or so from different people that uh, that, that are that are believing that the Russians are preparing for like a spring offensive by shifting all this manpower and might over to the northern portion of Ukraine. I don't know, possibly hoping. To, to try this thing once again that didn't really pan out the first time. I don't think the Ukrainians are currently concerned. I mean, I'd be more worried if I was a Russian that was trying to assault a position that's had eight months to build itself back up and now knows all of its weak points. Which honestly didn't have very, it didn't have a lot of weak points. It had some at the beginning, but they weren't really successful out. Uh, for, I know it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be kind of tough. Russia has also uh, relieved another one of their commanders in the Western Military District, which is now the fourth. The fourth one in this war thus far. There was also another one here a few days ago that somehow he attempted to fly out of a window, which seems to be the biggest fear of these general, uh, all the failed generals, that is, inside the Russian military. If they don't do their job very, uh, very well. They, they somehow take a flight off like the ninth floor out of a window. Uh, none of them want to stay in any hotel rooms above the first floor. I can assure you that. But you guys do know what can be true or what is true because the Russians, they are by far... Some of the nicest, most humble people I've ever met on the planet. Yes, what you just witnessed was a man kicking a lady off a bus. Or I guess he was physically actually dragging her off the bus because she was against the war inside of Ukraine. It's a great place to grow old and retire. As long as you you don't have your own opinions on things, of course. I think I should actually possibly move there instead of Florida. Florida is where I was thinking about retiring, but now it looks like Russia is pretty, it looks like a good place. So with all the hustling and bustling going on with the holiday season, you guys know eating is going to be the number one thing on your mind. And right now, ready-to-eat meal delivery is much needed. Factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers to your door so you guys can enjoy chef-catered, dietitian-approved, meals during the holidays and without all the hassle. So many options to choose from with Factor. You guys can get Select Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan, Plus Veggie, or really anything you guys are looking for to fit your needs. My holidays are jam-packed and have been significantly jam-packed. Luckily for me, Factor's fresh never frozen meals make it easy to fuel up fast when I am on the go. Factor's cheaper than takeout and Dining out. So when things get hectic during the holidays, hey, factor is flexible. You guys can change your order every single week if you have to. You can change up your plans four to eighteen meals to week. Pause, reschedule your deliveries at any time. Stress less over meal times this holiday season. Factors, no prep, no mess meals, free up time, otherwise spent shopping, cooking, and cleaning up. Hey, so you guys can actually fully enjoy the holidays without wasting hours in the kitchen. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm too busy to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals with offerings like Protein Plus and Keto. I can stay on track. We know what's coming. It's the new year. You're going to want to get ahead and lose some weight or eat correctly. This could be the best way for you to do it right now. They have everything you need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. They also have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you energized during the holiday season at all times. All you have to do is go to go.factor75.com slash rob60 and use the code ROB60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code ROB60 at gofactor 75 dot com forward slash rob60 to get 60% off your first box. It'll be linked at the very top of the description. Go check them out. If you have New Year's goals, this may be the best way for you to actually achieve those goals by uh, getting the right food delivered to your door. Now, this is also a strange thing that's going to be talked about out loud for the first time by the Russians. Normally, when we see them talk about something, stating that someone else is about to do something in a certain way, they're trying to get ahead of a story that could possibly be coming out. The Russian foreign minister is complaining that the U.S. is threatening to kill Putin. He is stating that the Pentagon somehow is threatening to deliver some decapitating strike on the Kremlin and, in fact, is possibly threatening to eliminate the head of the Russian state now the term decapitating strike isn't referring to taking out putin and in fact it's referring to an article that had came out in september where the united states did publicly state that they would deliver a decapitating strike on the kremlin as one of the options for responding to russia's use of nukes this also by the way, has nothing to do with taking out Putin, but was referring to clearly taking out their ability to do anything militarily, which may I just point something out here. The last four months now, we haven't seen much rhetoric when, uh, from, from the talking heads of the Russian state with regards to using nukes because now they know that's not really a real option for them. The whole nuke talk is something we don't hear much anymore, but it isn't deterring our number one star claiming that Russia needs to somehow revoke the Baltic state's independence, which ironically enough is because russia currently can't even take a city inside of Ukraine by the way they've been attempting to take the city for months yet they want to revoke other countries independence somehow те республики которые должны прийти в чувство но вы сами можете их перечислить почему вообще должны признавать их независимость распад сср не был юридически законно оформлен не была соблюдена процедура. Мы не должны признавать нацистские государства, образовавшиеся на месте осколков. И должны требовать... Ну, если кто-то требует границы первого года, мы должны требовать границ 1986 года. Мало этого, скажите мне, пожалуйста, на основании законов... Вот сейчас у нас будет в студии Александр Викторович Сосновский. На основании а, договоренностей... Вот, вот просто объясните мне, пожалуйста... Now, I don't want to be that guy, and I've never claimed to be any history major or buff or anything like that. I enjoy World War II. I know a little bit about that, but I think in December of 1991, the Soviet Union, they kind of broke up um, a bit. Okay, Parliament voted to end itself. This was after three of the founding members declared that the Soviet Union no longer existed. And then once they did that, seven or eight more followed suit, which pretty much crippled this whole idea. Okay. He goes on to spit some useless stuff on after this about how the Iron Curtain needs to come back, and then you split Germany back up. It's very, very, very apparent what the real intentions are here for the Russians as a whole. It has nothing to do with Nazis being inside of Ukraine, even though he keeps stating that he always has. We've got to take back these so-called Nazis, whatever, okay. It has nothing to do with the Holy War that's apparently raging on. It has everything to do with the fact they just want to be pre-1991 borders back. Actually, you know what, matter of fact, I think they want to have like pre-1996 type borders, which the rest of the world isn't going to be. Okay, with clearly once again, those free states that are that he's talking about, you think they're going to do that? Now, there is no possibility that the Russians will ever be able to achieve any type of success like they're trying to find with this type of stuff happening. This is probably one of the most telling intercept the calls we've ever been able to listen to between a Russian and his wife. We're hearing the same thing over and over again about the men that are trying to flee and fight that are being captured, which is just instilling fear on others not to do the same. Now, them not leaving the trench due to the shelling ultimately is going to be like their demise at some point. It's going to happen. You cannot sit stagnant for a long period of time in a trench with not having rounds dropped on you periodically. It's going to happen. Like they got to move. Man, there's nothing better than getting a great night's sleep as well and a sleeping on a mattress that's designed for your particular sleep style. That can actually really help you guys. I'm excited to part with GhostBed for that reason. GhostBed is a family-owned business that's been designing mattresses and other sleep products for more than two decades. They know that sleep is personal and mattress shopping can be overwhelming. GhostBed takes the guesswork out of the equation with their online mattress quiz. All you have to do is answer a few questions about your lifestyle, sleeping style, and they'll recommend the right GhostBed mattress for you. Right now, you guys will get 101 nights Sleep trial with a free return policy. Hey, that's for added peace of mind and shipping is fast and free. Plus, all ghost bed mattresses are proudly made in the US of a yes, United States of America. And for a limited time, our listeners get 30% off ghost bed mattresses plus two free pillows, or you guys can get 40% off when you guys bundle a mattress with their award winning adjustable base. All you have to do is use promo code Rob at. Ghostbed.com forward slash Rob to take advantage of this offer. It will be linked at the top of the description as well. If you guys are looking for a good night's sleep to add in with your guys' meals, or if you guys are trying to hit that, I don't know, those those weight loss goals, you need good sleep inside your life to achieve that. Your body needs some good relaxation. It needs to it needs to to, to, get, to garnish its energy back. And you can do that by sleeping correctly, right? Ghostbed.com forward slash Rob using promo code Rob at checkout to save a bunch of dull hairs. Anyway, I hope you guys or are ready for today's Jerry Springer episode, Russian style. And I want you guys to know right now, I unfortunately had to sit through almost nine minutes of Russian State TV right there to pick out that one little segment and I did so because it's it's fairly telling, and this is one of the shows that actually allows guests to come on and somewhat speak their mind. At times, they do tell them, hey, you know what? You need to shut up because you're stupid. They say it all the time. Uh, you, I mean, during that one piece, I think they said it twice. You need to sit down. You're stupid. Shut up. Just be quiet. Anyway, th- he claims, this is somewhat of an interesting fact, that 47% of Americans go to church at least once a week, okay? And only 7% of Russians actually do the same. So that's, that's a pretty significant large gap there. We're hearing this over and over again. That this is a holy war and that they're fighting the Antichrist nation of, of, of uh, America, whatever, the West. Okay. It's very strange to take and, and put that if only 7% of the nation is actually attending church. That's the Russians. Also, it doesn't seem like a very strong argument towards your population to get involved in a war if such a small percentage actually are that religious in such a way that they actually attend church daily or excuse me, weekly успокойтесь пожалуйста вы уже пожилой человек семейный вас можно семья предложение гордиться молодыми люди and I know at times I personally can go all over the place and I try to keep little notes and stuff so as I'm, I'm talking to you guys I should stay on track but that last little segment was left in because I was really confused. The guy, you guys saw the guy at the end. He's like, "What? The, what? Where are we going here? Like, how in the world was that relevant to to anything they were just talking about?" I also wanted to check the numbers about the Americans who do actually attend church because, right now, when he said that he was talking about 2010, and I know that since our country it's it's changed dramatically, and and right now we're actually seeing a 22% of Americans attend every single week, with 9% attending almost every week. So it's almost every week, kind of attending. So the numbers are a little bit. Different, but America still has some strong belief towards religion or faith as a whole because 65% of Americans do actually attend church right now. These are real, these are real numbers that did come out. Now, random stat, I know, but I want to let you guys do know 65% still pretty strong compared to 7 or whatever. I mean, the Russians, they could be 30 or whatever. It doesn't really matter. I'm just trying to prove a point of the numbers. Nothing really adds up with what they're saying. And if they're going to be pushing some type of propaganda piece, at least. Do a little bit of research before you push on and you say that you're fighting against a nation that does not believe in in, in God or anything like that. Because it's very goofy. It's really easy to look it up to. It took me four seconds. So maybe less. However long it took me to type it in. Now over the last few days, I'm going to tell you guys right now that there has been like a lack of information coming out of the northern part of the country. Uh, I've read a few reports that claim that the Crimea like, itself could possibly be liberated. I mean, I'm not really sure that to be the case. And this is the area I'm talking about right here. This this city is down there. We've talked about this multiple times. Very crucial area. What I do believe is, is actually true is the Ukrainians are applying a significant amount of pressure right now on the western side of the city coming in from the west. And I do believe the lines could break at some point. That's what I'm talking about right through here. This area, I think it's, I think it's pretty nasty in there. And I think the Ukrainians are doing one heck of a job pushing through these, these, uh, Russian defensive lines. I know that the area just north of here, actually pretty far north of here. I'm going to jack up this name. So just, just give me a second. Tavelzonka. Zanka. All right. So that place, I, I, you know what? I, I, I got something. I can, I, you know, I, I wonder if I can go grab it. Is, it. is it here at the house? Okay. Scratch that. Can't really tell you show you guys. It's, it's actually not here. I had, I was really wanting to show you guys something. But it's on here? We'll have to wait till till I come back till the new year. You guys, it should be sitting right here in the middle of the desk. I hope. Now this area, Tavlzhanka. Okay, it's somewhat questionable right now as to who really controls it. Okay, I, I have adjusted it. The Russians are currently hitting this city with artillery, which. Would be a clear indication that they are either retreating or the Ukrainians have made some headway here. I have adjusted the mapping just a little bit in this area. I may have overshot the ground. I don't really know who controls what to the possibility from what I'm seeing on the course. This could be correct or I could have like way overshot and it could be something like this or something like this. But I I, I do know right now the Ukrainians have been pretty successful in here pushing through and the Russians are hitting it with artillery, which means their men aren't there, I would hope. I think we'll have to wait to see for the next episode. There hasn't been much moving along this line, nor in this pockets. You know what? Or even through here. So there was a lot of like back and forth. This area is not controlled by either either side right now. I know it shows that the Ukrainians have pushed all the way across that line. I'm going to say right now, that's not really the case. I think it's a back and forth. Tiff, I don't think anybody really has full control over that road. Now, if the Ukrainians are able to actually push farther south through here and clear some more of this white or create some white space in here, then we might see this road be really like controlled by the Ukrainians. But we know the Russians actually shifted some men back this way to stop that from happening. So that's why that line is pretty much stopped. Okay, now we're going to shift south of here towards Bakhmut. We're going to we're going to talk about a couple different things. For one, the Russians are claiming that for somehow or so, some some way they've taken Bakhmusk. So this area is apparently controlled right now. I haven't seen any visual confirmation this to be true. But I thought I should share that with you guys. Right now the Russians are sustaining some really 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 high casualty numbers that are now well they're now being reported that they're they're working in squad size elements. Beforehand, a month ago, 2 weeks ago, they're working in platoon size elements inside of this whole area, all along this main line. I'm going to tell you right now the the Wagner groups, the group of men that are working on uh, along this whole Bakhmut area that have been doing a lot of damage, there's just there's they're taking some some pretty large casualty numbers. Like it's it's really large. And this is somewhat the same pattern we we saw down in in Kirsten, not with the Wagners, but with them shifting from company size, platoon size elements, down to squad size elements. When everything started to fizzle out down there, the operations literally started halting because they didn't have enough men. They didn't have... Uh, the, right now, they're, they're actually having some some munition constraints inside of Bakhmut region, which is preventing them from having like this high pace they needed to actually push through the Ukrainian lines. I do not believe right now the Russians will make any substantial gains in this region without additional reinforcements. Like the ability to actually change the way they're receiving munitions right now, it needs to change because right now they're struggling. I know I just said right now they're struggling, like they have been struggling, like for some time. I'm gonna say a few weeks. Not just recently, but for these things to start drying up, the Ukrainians are either targeting the routes leading in. They know where their, their munitions are coming from. They control the high ground. Clearly, they control the high ground. We already know this, all these areas around here. Especially, by the way, just want you guys to know, I was reading a thread, uh, pretty really good thread, actually. And it, it gave some, some details about bakhmut itself. There's some high ground right here that's going to make this ground extremely difficult for the Russians to take. And which is even crazier, right through here too. So this is gonna be extremely difficult for them to take. All the way through here, both those chunks. So there's like the Russians getting any success on this southern southwest side of Bakhmut pushing through is probably not the the smartest or the the easiest route for them to take. If the gains are true inside of Bakhmut or Bakhmus, excuse me, then this could actually lead to the Russians having the ability to shift some of their men over there if they have like men to do this but there's a main road that leads out which you guys can see right here leads all the way over to this i guess one of the the main arteries the t0513 route and the mo mo3 route that leads into back moon now this main road is very critical or excuse me critical lifeline for this city this this t intersection right here and i mean this one right here as well is also really really important it's a critical piece for the Ukrainians inside the city to get munitions and food and, and and so on and so forth for the men that are holding off the invaded Russians. Now the real issue is attempting to take this route will be extremely difficult. For one, the terrain they're having to get through will be really, really tough task. All the way through here is, is pretty much it's gonna have higher ground than that road. I know that road's gonna run along some ridge of some sort, but it's gonna be very, very, very difficult. Like Almost not possible. To be honest with you guys, it's not going to be an easy, easy task. I have stated this multiple times. I do not understand why they're going after bakhmut It's very confusing situation for me to grasp, like my head around what's going on and why the Russians are pouring so much of its resources and losses into this area. Okay, it does not have a ton of of I don't know. Bachman has a lot of veins running out of it. Like I man, I gotta clean this up. It's going to drive me nuts. Look at all this. You can see the veins that it has running out of it. The main veins. Look at all these veins. Lead everywhere. Okay, leading to all the other routes. But I personally cannot get past the the like fathom of sustaining such losses that they had to capture an area at the current rate. It just does not make any sense to me. I can't personally think why they're doing it. I get it. Bachman may lead them past, but if they don't have any success coming out of Solidar, pushing north. I don't see Bakhmut being anything. And, and like I told you guys weeks ago, if the Ukrainians can hold off this city and just inflict serious damages to the Russians, then they're going to have some success in the East. It's going to happen. Like the whole thing is going to collapse. But I'm not saying that the Russians can't do it. They possibly can't do it. I mean, they're throwing some can of fodder, some men at it. I mean, it's going to happen at some point. The more men and the more munitions. But if the artillerymen on the Ukrainian side of things are always getting supplied with munitions, it's going to be so difficult to push up these hills. It's just This whole area, gosh dang, it's going to be slow, sluggish, and just ugh, god-awful brutal. So, hope you guys did enjoy this video. Have a great New Year. I will see you guys next year with some more videos, and hopefully some more different type of content. I do love you guys. I am out.